0: Hello, and thank you for joining us in the next episode of For Greater Knowledge, the official podcast of Tau Beta Sigma, the Honorary Band Service Sorority. My name is Leslie Garten, and I am the National Vice President for Communication and Recognition. In this episode, I'll be discussing with you our upcoming Instagram takeover, bowl edition, unveil a new sister spotlight program for the spring, talk about our upcoming scholarship deadlines, and we'll finish the podcast with an interactive discussion with one of our awesome district counselors. Let's get started. Thank you to all the chapters for their participation in the fall Instagram takeovers. Please think about doing a takeover if your marching band will be traveling with the football team for a bowl game in December. Please contact me if interested. Also, if you have any requests to do a takeover in the spring for your special event, please let me know. I love helping to showcase your chapters and I don't want the fun to end. Since the drum major showcases went so well this fall, the National Council wants to focus on more leaders of our amazing chapters. Chapters are encouraged to submit one shining star of their chapter to be featured on our social media. This could be your chapter president, new member, whomever you would like. Please contact me if interested or stay tuned on our social media for the official call for nominations coming out soon. The Tau Beta Sigma National Council wishes you the best of luck during this final season and warmest holiday wishes to you and your loved ones. You make this organization wonderful and we are thankful for the ability to serve you. Happy holidays! Without further ado, let's get to know about our scholarships and also about the district counselor role. Hello, Uh, joining me tonight is Mr. Christopher Lukasic, a member of the Scholarship Selection Committee. How are you, Christopher?
1: Doing well tonight, thank you. Good,
0: glad to hear. Just getting into everything, getting into the basics, uh, how many scholarships within Taubeta Sigma are there to apply for, and what are they exactly?
1: Yeah, there are four national scholarships with Tau Beta Sigma. One is called the National Scholarship for Outstanding Student Leaders. Mm -hmm. And that's typically for students in Tau Beta Sigma, active or conditional members, that show this awesome, outstanding business ability. And business Mm -hmm. ability typically means, you know, are you leaving a legacy through the work you're doing? Are you excelling in school and then the band and into the sorority does that mean you have to be holding all these offices and be drum major no but are you showing up doing your work doing it well that's one the next is the patsy drury hale national scholarship for outstanding musical achievement and that's typically for students who um, distinguish themselves on their campus as an ex- as outstanding musician while they're an active or conditional member in the sorority. This does not have to be for music majors. It could be for anybody who excels as a musician on their campus. Mm-hmm. And just side note, if you're in the National Intercollegiate Band, that's totally brownie points when applying for this scholarship.
0: Excellent point. Good deal.
1: Then there's the WAVA scholarship. Mm -hmm. which is specifically for women identifying members in Beta Sigma who are trying to enter the field of music education. And then after that, there is the Legacy Scholarship, which is very similar to the National Outstanding Student Leaders Scholarship, Mm -hmm. but really focuses in on what type of work you're doing within the sorority or in your band. And that's, that scholarship is open to all members of the organization. So those are the four scholarships that the sorority offers.
0: Great. Thank you for getting us up to speed on those. Uh, how much are they? do they give and how often are they given out?
1: So um, each scholarship is worth $1,000 wow. and applications are due every May 1st. Okay. So we give one scho- uh, one round of scholarships per year. You have to be an active member in the sorority and a student on your campus for the for the year that you're being awarded for. So okay. you apply May first and the say in your junior year you're going to be a senior, um, and you have to make sure you're active or conditional and a s- actual registered student on your campus.
0: Okay, thank you. So speaking as a student, uh, once I apply for a scholarship and submit it, uh, what happens then?
1: So after you submit your application or yeah your scholarship application it is given to the scholarship committee um the board of trustees has committee of life members and alumni members that review these scholarships discuss uh the merit of each each application and then Mm -hmm. um decides on one recipient per scholarship
0: i'm excited i get to be on the committee this year as a um as the member of national council so just seeing the work that we're doing so far has been really fun so cool
1: yeah and this year is super exciting for the committee because we are now uh, reviewing all national scholarships in the past we've only been uh reviewing the WAVA and legacy scholarships and it's just a really exciting time for the scholarship uh how does
0: that how does the scholarship committee get chosen specifically
1: each each biennium, typically, um, applications are, out, are put out for uh, different committees that the board and the National Council have, and scholarship is one of those committees that people can apply for. However, if there's someone that's, you know, listening that's super interested in wanting to help out on the scholarship committee, you can definitely reach out to the National Council or the board um, and just present yourself as someone that's interested in doing that.
0: Uh, Probably the easiest way is to email uh, tb, as in boy, s, at tbsigma.org. And we'll get that email to the appropriate people. Uh, what specifically, this is kind of an open-ended question. Uh, feel free to talk as little or as much as you would like. Uh, what does the scholarship committee look for in the applications?
1: So if you're interested in applying for a scholarship, you go to tbsigma.org scholarships. And each of the scholarships are listed out. With those uh, descriptions is the actual application form. Okay. So uh, just looking at a random one, uh, the Wave of Scholarship, it asks for an essay and a, a headshot with a 200-word bio and mm-hmm. a collection of letters of recommendation, and then your uh, then your transcript to make sure that you fit certain GPA requirements that the scholarship committee deems appropriate. With each, And typically, uh, the essay, the photo, the letters, and the Transcript that's pretty standard across all of the scholarships. Okay. Um, with the essay, we typically have a very uh, short prompt that we want people to write on. For example, in the way of a scholarship, it's your philosophy of music education and okay. what led uh, your decision to become a music educator. So, what are we looking at that? What are we looking for with that? We're looking at starting at the foundation of what sparked that interest in music education. Mm -hmm. And while you've been proceeding through your music education education, what have you developed as, you know, your teaching style or your belief in what you can provide to the field of music education? That all fits into that philosophy. Most essays have writing like uh, word requirements. This one specifically is 500 to 1000 words. (laughs) So fitting into that is totally something we look into. Absolutely. Um, and also what we want is someone who can both write succinctly where you're getting your message across, but also, you know, writing enough detail where we really get to know who you are. That's definitely what we're looking for in the essay. The photo is super straightforward, typical headshot. We, we typically uh, publish people's headshots in the podium. Moving on to letters of recommendation, you want to make sure, especially with the wave of scholarship, um, that you pick someone who's in the music education division. So if we see a name that's written a letter of recommendation, we can Google that person's name with their university and it'll show that they work in music education. So, Minimal
0: background checks. So make sure you're dotting your I's and your T's. That's fair.
1: In my experience, there's been a couple applications that have lost points because they don't have this specific music education letter. It's right. important that, you know, we have someone who's in the field who teaches prospective music educators, mm-hmm. giving their opinion about this applicant. Yeah. So, and then you also want your director of bands and then an individual of your choice, which, can, you know, you can totally have two music educate right. music education professors writing letters of recommendation.
0: That would not hurt. I would. Imagine. It definitely
1: would not hurt. And then, like it, it, as it says, an academic record. It does not need to be a you know one of those official transcripts. Do not pay the money to get an official transcript. A printout right. of an unofficial transcript that, where if we do have questions, we can verify through appropriate steps. But don't spend and, money on this. That's fine. Exactly. You don't want to spend money to make, mo- to make money, right. especially when it comes to scholarships.
0: Right. For sure. You don't have to spend money specifically. For
1: sure. Right. It does say official transcript at the bottom, but we do accept unofficial transcripts as long as there's a way for us to verify if there's any questions. So, yeah, taking all that, thinking, thinking about what I just said and applying it to the other scholarships, it's not, you know, cookie cutter the same. Making sure that you're uh, addressing each uh, nuance of each scholarship. Right. Application.
0: And that's how the scoring with the rubric that we look at does. Yes. So it fits in those molds. So yeah,
1: cool. Yes. The scholarship committee uses a rubric that pretty much runs down exactly what I just said.
0: Uh, what is the biggest complaint of the scholarship committee?
1: From the committee, uh, we don't get enough applications. And there are years where it is super easy to choose a recipient because there's only one application and of course the the committee can decide to not award someone a, a scholarship if there's not a good application of course we do get quality applications for all scholarships every year in my I've been on the committee for uh, I think three or four years now so we've gotten quality applications for each scholarship but in past I do know that there's been only one for a certain scholarship and we want to see the competitiveness across our active members yeah for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it doesn't hurt to try and get a thousand dollars like free money go for it It,
1: yeah exactly like this committee actually does want to review you know 10 15 applications per scholarship
0: for sure yeah don't think that you're not good enough like you're even thinking about doing it. Take that next step. Like this is kind of your doorbell saying, oh, hey, yeah, maybe I should. There's nothing stopping you. You are a leader already being within the organization and taking that step. So take this next step and get some money for sure. Uh, Could I contact anyone on the scholarship committee to look over my application? Is that Yes.
1: okay? Absolutely, and I can tell you who's on the scholarship committee. It's currently chaired by Don Farmer, who's on the board. Holly Hartman also is on the committee, and I'm on the committee. Ed Elsie is also on the committee, and past
0: Randy. board of trustees member.
1: Yep, and Randy Kitchens is also on the committee.
0: Who's a past district uh, officer. So yeah, quite a big array, as well as me. So yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, so, and yeah, and yeah, Leslie's on the committee too. Yeah. Um, we we also bring on Wava's daughter to okay. help review the Wava scholarships, which is super cool.
0: Yeah, no, that's legit. Like that's heartfelt. I can imagine already. She's a great lady. So mm-hmm. cool. All right, yeah. So don't think that's cheating. Contact us, and if right. you have trouble finding any contact information, once again, tbs. TBS at TBSigma.org, and we'll get you to the right people. Cool. We kind of covered this, but give your best maybe two-sentence spiel. uh, Why should I apply for a scholarship?
1: Uh, Because you're awesome. Like it's super easy. As you said, everybody in the organization is a leader just by nature of being in the organization. So you fit the requirements. There are some where you have to be like a junior or a senior, just making sure that you fit into those requirements as well. But everybody that, that can apply, which is like the vast majority of the organization should be applied.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you're getting close to graduating You don't necessarily have to be female. You don't necessarily have to be a um, music education major. You just have to be a leader. And that's very important. So yeah. Last question for me specifically, Uh, how does a scholarship differ from
1: awards? Good question. So um, scholarships are typically given to certain members of the organization and with the scholarship naturally comes money. Fair. Money. Uh, Most awards... Uh, by the the national organization do not come with money.
0: Fair. Uh, Would you have anything else that you would like to add, Christopher?
1: I don't think so. I think we've covered everything. But, uh, I mean, please apply for scholarships. Please ask questions about scholarships. We have great applicants every year, and we want to make it even more competitive as, as the years go on. For sure. Cool.
0: Yeah, we look forward to seeing your applications. So cool. Thank you very much, Christopher. I appreciate you coming on.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me.
0: Joining me today is Ashlyn Simmons. How are you, Ashlyn? I'm doing well today. Thanks for asking, Leslie. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Could you awesome. please uh, intro? Thank you. Uh, could you please introduce yourself with your uh, past national or er, leadership experience and also what school you went to? Yeah. So my name
2: is Ashlyn Simmons. For those that don't know me, I live in Austin, Texas. Uh, I went to this. Sc- I went to school at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I joined Tau Beta Sigma at the Psi chapter, the okay. U of A, in fall of 2011. So that was a year we did a fall process. So I joined then, and I was an active member until 2016. Okay. During that time, I once I crossed into membership, there was an immediate opening for a chapter historian, and so I jumped on it because I really love photography. Um, and so that was kind of our way of documenting um, chapter history. So okay. I was historian for the rest of that year and then did re election for historian the next year. That same year, I was also the VPME assistant. Um, okay. And then so my junior year, I was the vice president of membership education. Cool. Uh, and then my senior and fifth year, I was actually the Southwest District vice president of membership. So that was from 2014 to 2016. Okay. Um, then I went grad school, took some time away from TBS for a year or two, and then I jumped into the counselor position in 2018, and oh. that is how, that's what I'm currently serving as.
0: Wow, I always think that you've been in longer, but it's just been a fun year with you, so yeah. Cool. Yeah, the the
2: decade's coming to an end, and
0: yeah. uh, this was the decade that I joined TBS. The decade so. of TBS, excellent. Yeah, yeah I know uh, Sai has a great history of a, being a great chapter, so I'm sure you helped contribute to that. And also, um, let's see if I can get this right. Go hogs. Yes. Yourself the the, the back hogs. Isn't that the thing? That's the thing. The, <laughs> okay. The, call them and they will come. So okay. I yes. was trying my best. I always try to do the mascots because that's important. You did your research correct. Good. <laughs> Great job. Thanks. Thanks. Cool. So uh, being counselor, could you explain your understanding of the role of counselor in the realm of our national leadership structure? Yes,
2: for sure. And Leslie, if there's anything that I forget, I know you are also,
0: (laughs) you've got some experience with counselor. I could help fill in some spaces too. That's fair.
2: So the way I see counselor is we are really involved in just about anything and everything that happens in our district. Um, So, that's both at like a chapter and at the district level. We try to be in the know of just about everything that's going on. So, we support chapters as they go through chapter operations, uh, membership issues, finances. Uh, We support the district councils as they complete their goals um, and assist sisters throughout the district. We are supervising the planning and execution of different district events, um, whatever that might look like at your district. Our role as a counselor also is just to kind of It's to ensure that the district continues to improve and meet national goals Mm -hmm. for the long term, like between council to council. Uh, So we like to keep that continuum and kind of keep that standard with all of our student leaders. We also, I thought of this, we act as kind of a filter, too, for the National Council. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely a liaison, we, because, yes, yeah. 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 kind of their liaisons and their kind of eyes and ears, too, into the district. Uh, we support chapters um, with issues that might arise, and if we believe that National Council needs um, to be aware of this, or we need their support and how to solve these challenges, then we pass along information to them. Mm -hmm. so they can be aware of just what's happening
0: in the chapters around the
2: nation. Some of us have responsibilities for chapter visits. I'm one of those people,
0: but all in all... Chapters in the Southwest, so you got to dig in, right? There are. All in all, I kind of see is we're day-to-day problem solvers for TBS. That makes sense. Yeah, I like that, especially that last sentence there. That makes sense. No need for me to fill in. I think you hit it out of the ballpark, so cool. All right. Uh, This might be different for the time of year, but what does your typical week look like as a district counselor?
2: Oh, it's, it definitely changes um, in the time of year at the beginning of the fall. It's a lot of MEP reviews, uh, membership education plans. Um, We review those documents and those submissions. Uh, We help chapters as they're getting their chapter personnel report taken care of. Now it's Like this past week, we were doing a lot of assistance with the fall activity report Mm -hmm. um, and trying to get that in on time, even with the Thanksgiving holiday, uh, which was a big challenge. In the springtime, it's a lot of district events. Uh, The Southwest District, we have six area workshops each, like different weekends leading up to district convention. Mm
1: -hmm. And so
2: we need to attend those Different events. So the three counselors in the Southwest, we kind of split those up to make sure that we're represented at each event. So yeah. So in my, a typical week for me is kind of doing my real job, but
0: then also doing TBS
2: and my quote unquote spare time. Right. Side
0: side hustle, I guess, without being paid (laughs) in some way. Like, yeah.
2: So I do uh, a lot of emails each week. I really kind of operate just out of my computer. I take phone calls with district council members and with chapters to once again, just kind of solve those problems and
0: issues when they arise. Yeah. Uh, within your district then, within the since you have three different counselors, are you kind of assigned specific chapters to be their adult or how does that work? Or do you have like specific things um, like maybe the MEP goes to one of you, maybe the fall activity report goes to another, stuff like that? Great question.
2: So, uh, with us being such a large chapter, we definitely a large district. We definitely have to split some things up, and at the same time, we don't want to ourse- pigeonhole right. ourselves. Pigeonhole ourselves much. Right. So, for the membership education plans, uh, we did split those up. So, the three of us were each doing twelve chapters, um, okay. so that we can give each of those twelve chapters like our our full attention. For sure. But then, as issues come up just throughout the day to day. Uh it's kind of whoever's available. So we've got three people with three different schedules. Hopefully one of us is available to to take point on anything that comes up. Isn't that um, kind of over- neat
0: how it just works out without having to worry too much? Like, oh, I'm really slammed yes. right now. Oh, this person, okay. Right. Yeah, we've right. got this already. We're good. Cool. <laughs> yes. Sometimes so. it's just fun how you guys can read each other's minds I'm sure as I've seen from just watching your district and everything like that so cool. yes it's been
2: really great i love having um two other people to to lean on and I definitely think that within a team the three of us like our strengths complement one another oh
0: yeah absolutely um, which is great multiple counselors in every district is something that's started in 2015 and I, I've seen mm-hmm. it uh, just in my time really help out the organization and just kind of make us stronger and better like within individual yes. chapters and districts and everything like that. So yeah. yeah.
2: Cool. I was actually on district council when the Southwest went from one to two counselors because we had just one with Erica Pope and then she was elected to national council. So when finding her replacement, they went ahead and got two people and that's when kathy and donnell entered the picture which was really cool i think that it added a new element which was
0: yeah it was really great i would understand having to double uh people to match up to erica that is more than fair she's a she's a pretty big rock star so that's oh my gosh she's wonder woman don't tell her that she'll blush but she won't believe (laughs) it but we can all still tell her that over and over yes she doesn't believe it but it's always just doesn't make it less true though (laughs) no that's that's very true so hopefully she's listening and she's blushing now we'll see i hope so uh next question Uh, what is your involvement as a counselor for district and national conventions
2: yeah so both at district and at national convention once again we are in a lot of supporting roles it looks different at each convention though because at the district convention um it is the responsibility of the district council like our student leaders to plan the different aspects of convention. They're in charge of the scheduling, the convention track. Um, We've got our host chapters that do a lot of the Um, room reservations, and kind of the fun things like t-shirts and glassware and stuff in the Southwest. Mm -hmm. But anything that might come up due to scheduling challenges, location issues, uh, financial difficulties. Uh, So during the weekend itself, like we, during the planning and the weekend itself, we help out with those issues. We make sure that the district council and the host chapters are on track to meet their goals, to host a smooth event. Um, So yeah, we're in that supporting role Okay. Helping them make the convention their own, but also making sure that it's functional and smooth.
0: So yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, you're the adult when adult when an adult is needed, basically. Yes, we are the adult.
2: year adult in those weekends, nice. for sure. <laughs> and then for national com- for national convention, uh, this past summer was actually my first national convention as a counselor. Once again, I saw our role as that support for the National Council. They've been planning this event for two years since the previous National Convention, um, or even before that. Yeah, so once again, it's their event, it's y'all's event, and we want to be there to help them to make sure that it goes smooth. You, If you were at National Convention, you, all of you listeners, you probably saw us running with placards and bringing coffee to people or helping run the caucuses and committees. So that's that's our role during national convention. Um, so supporting the national council, but also still supporting our students in our district. So whenever they have issues such as travel arrangements, or they don't know where locations are, or injuries have come up, like the, right. yeah, we we are kind of a catch be, Yeah, we are
0: a catch all for any issues um, as they might arise that week. So. As I will say multiple times it's and I think everybody says it but it's 100% true best gig in the sorority and the organization is that counselor role like yes. you do everything and anything along with it
2: yeah it's hard to define the role because it can be so vague because we we do so many different right. things
0: well and here's kind of a question off of that and sorry I didn't prep you beforehand for this but do you think counselor is the right term for your position or if you could give it another title, what would it be? You know, that's
2: a great question.
0: I've kind of um, told that myself for a while, but I honestly don't know either.
2: Yeah. I, I do think counselor is a good fit. Um, because, so I'm a counselor and a okay. therapist
0: myself. So and that's why my, that question went towards you. That's fair.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Being like a counselor therapist in real life, I assist my clients with any issues that they might need support in, in their day-to-day life. Anything that's stressing them out, that they need help managing anything in the past that's coming back up for them. I mean, it's a whole bunch of different things that, that we could work on at different mm-hmm. session every week. And I kind of get to just be that sounding board for them, offer that outside perspective and just making sure that whatever decision they make is going to be what's best for them.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: really that's what we're doing with our chapters. We're looking at the past, we're seeing what's worked, what didn't work and what decisions are we faced with right now, and what's going to be the best decision for your chapter, not only in this present moment, but in the long term as well. So yeah, I do think that counselor, counselor does fit, because it is, is, it is kind
0: of that catch-all. All. Mm-hmm. Yes, all. whatever like might I, be stressing us out, we're there okay. to, to help solve. We're there watching and having everybody's back, so yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and I think it's fun to watch at National Convention. Having been at National Convention as a counselor, we kind of watch out for every kid. Like, it's not necessarily, oh, that's only my kids from this district. Like, I watched all of us work with different kids in different realms, and I think that's really neat, too, how kids can have different help and different assistance from different adults that they get to know, and that's been kind of a Mm -hmm. joy. I think that's one of the best parts about counselor is you get to be helpful to just everybody and like kids know that they can talk to any any one of you guys i guess us was then but yeah
2: we're all here to support all of the
0: students yeah Yeah, for sure for sure so you said that you were a substance abuse counselor correct so not substance
2: abuse counselor
0: i'm just a mental
2: health therapist okay Okay. Um, i do work with people with substance abuse uh, histories that's i do I do that I also work with people with a variety of current stressors and symptoms um, mental health illnesses and diagnoses along a very um a various uh spectrum okay. um so whether that's just some general anxiety and stress, homesickness, transition in careers, um, to all the way to diagnoses of depression, anxi- uh, anxiety disorders, eating disorders, uh, bipolar disorder, things like that, um, and the substance abuse realm in there as well.
0: Okay, wow. Sounds yeah. like a lot of compassion is needed. Excellent. Let's Makes sense. I so, uh, kind of going off of that and knowing our other counselors, I'm kind of having Ashlyn on today to talk about like a representative of the counselors and the counselor position. So, knowing everybody on, I'm trying to think we have the 14 that we have, maybe one is a music teacher, and then everybody else is other majors, other professions. Does that sound right?
2: Uh, that sounds accurate to me. Yeah. Yes. I know in the Southwest, um, Kathy it works with. Finances and is an accountant, right. um, and so she's really great at handling chapter budgets and finances, and kind of can immediately look at a budget and know what's needed. And then Katie works; she's current math teacher, right? Yes, she's a teacher, and so she is so great with keeping things organized because she's got all those lessons <laughs> plans that right. she's had to and like get prepared for the week so she's just always she's so organized and on top of everything um and then the way she interacts with students really well it's she's got that great balance of like compassion yet mm-hmm. also letting them know that you know something isn't meeting up to standards as you know teachers do as well
0: so right, she, right. for sure yeah, yeah. I think I, it's I, just really neat that uh the counselors in just all of our national leadership we have such different professions but then that love of music comes and ties us back but i think that's helpful for the actives to have that type of resource as well like we have about every profession you can think of within the organization which is neat it's really cool it's really cool uh this is a good question what is your favorite part of the counselor role so my favorite part
2: honestly is working with the students i love seeing them set realistic goals and watching them achieve those goals. It just gets really exciting to see them find something that they're looking forward to, something that they wanna work towards, and then watching them meet it and kind of looking back on the process and seeing how it was for them, what did they learn along the way, uh, and how they can take those lessons that they've learned and then translate it into the professional world once they're graduated from college. Like how can these TBS lessons support them as they, become these amazing professionals. Right.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's that's sure. a that's an accurate a correct answer. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> A A A plus, cool. Uh, And we kind of got into it a little bit before, but I'd like to get back to uh, visiting chapters. So you specifically visit chap, you do chapter visits. Uh, How do those work for you as a counselor specifically?
2: Yes, so I do visit chapters, kind of like a CBA. I will say I do not have as many chapters to visit as our CBAs do, which I'm appreciative of, as there are other things that come up in the counselor role that we need to I need to turn my attention to and at the same time I love visiting chapters right uh, That's the thing that I look forward to I love spending that day with them mm-hmm. so the way it works is I'm you know we're assigned chapters by the national president and the National Council
0: my cat just jumped up onto my lap so that is all about the attention I wish this was a video on the cat is cracking me up oh she's just in and out like she's just all over the place so
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> So, we are assigned chapters and then we go and we reach out to them, we schedule a visit. on Usually for me it's a Saturday or a Sunday, um, which in the fall it can be really difficult to do that with marching band and contests and all sorts of great things. Um, Yeah, and then so we take a day to sit with the entire chapter. The first half of the day is with the executive council. The second half of the day for me is with a full chapter. And during that time, I like to just do a lot of question and answers. What have you always wanted to know about TBS? What are some things that are going really well for your chapter right now? What are some challenges that you're currently facing that you'd like to overcome? Mm -hmm. And let's figure out ways that we can overcome these things. I also will talk to the chapter sponsor, the director of bands, and then also university administration as well, just to make sure that, you know, that everybody's on the same page, that what the chapter is seeing is their strengths and challenges are also what the administration is seeing as the strengths and challenges as well. And in order to overcome those challenges and obstacles, we need the administration, our sponsors, and our DOBs to support the chapters as they work hard. Also, chapter visits. We'll do uh, some workshops. I always ask the chapter presidents to get with their chapters and kind of see what topics are they interested in learning about. Do they want to hear uh, about chap uh, about district and national involvement? Do they want to hear about event planning, communication, and conflict resolution? One of my specialties is mental health and self care. So, how can right. we make sure we're being the best? mental health advocates for our sisters, because midterms, finals, those are stressful times. Our students are homesick. They're facing so many unique challenges in this day and age, especially. Um, And so I think that's a really great topic that I like to Present at my visits as
0: well. Uh, what is the most challenging part of the counselor role? Our listeners may have
2: heard that a theme of this is a lot of problem solving and just kind of handling things as they come up day to day. That means that it can be very overwhelming. Um, we have a lot of things that we need to do, especially in the southwest. We have a lot of chapters that we need to give so as much like yeah, pardon me, chapters yeah, a lot are of love, yeah, lots of
0: love, yeah.
2: Um, so it can be overwhelming. Um, so time management can be very challenging. Um, I want to make sure that I am budgeting my time and my energies that I can give not only our district council, but also each chapter, just the time and energy and attention that they deserve.
0: Wish that there was more time in the day for sure. Oh yeah, (laughs) that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, how did you first become a counselor? What inspired you to? Yes. So
2: I always wanted to be a TVS
0: counselor. It's I
2: remember cool. yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. It's, and it's a very visible role with the students, which is, which is nice. I remember when I was initiated as a member, Erica Pope was there who was, as we mentioned, the Southwest District counselor at the time. And she, she was just there. She was going on like our history walk with us around campus. Um, and then, was just in the audience for ritual, and we got to take pictures afterwards. Like, and it was just really cool to see her there. I remember being kind of celebrity awestruck because at that time, you know, we were taking tests for me for the membership yeah. education process, and I was like, I had to memorize her name. Like, <laughs> I know who she so she's is. It's real. And, she's right there. She's, yeah. she's real. <laughs> and she came to visit us for our initiation. It was really cool. I and still then, get all
0: struck with her, so it's cool. It's fun.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, so then becoming more familiar with the position, um, as I developed in these different leadership roles, Erica was also somebody when I was the chapter VPME, I wanted to overhaul our membership education process and switch from a fall to a spring process. Okay. Um, Erica and I happened to both live in the same city, uh, mm-hmm. when I was living back home for the summer. And so, I emailed her <laughs> and was just asking for her assistance. Um, I asked if maybe we can meet up for coffee. And I remember meeting at a Starbucks in Maumel with her mm-hmm. and we went over the side chapter MEP for about an hour or two and she was very helpful. And then a couple years after that I was on district council and I got to work with her more closely. And then the year after my last year on council, I got to work with uh, Donnell and Kathy and they were also you know, just so amazing and so supportive and encouraging, and yet also challenged me to reach that next level um, of professional and personal growth. And I've really wanted to do that now for our current
0: students. Yeah, Um, there's sacrifice, but good leaders create good leaders. And I think we see that and want to continue that. So that's fair. I know I was sad when we lost Donnell, but then I was happy that we got to gain you. So that was excellent.
2: Yes. Yeah. Donnell had to step down as she um, went to go teach abroad. So she is off living her expat life. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah. And when she was stepping down, I was kind of on the fence about applying. Mm-hmm. I had called her and was just kind of chatting with her. And she was like, Ashlyn, why are you not applying for counselor? And I was like, oh, well, I was thinking about it, but I don't know. Needed. That's fair. My, honestly, the, the phrase that came to mind is that the worst they can, uh, the worst that can happen is that there's a no, right. not right, right. now. Um, so I applied, I wrote my letter of intent, created goals, submitted my resume, letters of recommendation, the whole, the whole shebang, had an interview with the National Council. And from there, they selected me. And I've just, it's been an honor to serve for the past sure. year and a half. And That's
0: awesome. I can't wait to, to keep going. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Uh, What would you like the students to know about the district counselor role? We want to hear
2: about what's going on. Uh, So please, please, please come to us about anything and everything. Mm -hmm. The great things that are happening, the issues that you've seen come up, the challenges that you are motivated to overcome, or you're just feeling overwhelmed on how to overcome them. We are on your side. Absolutely. We want to hear about it. Yeah, we want to hear about it. We want our chapters to continue succeeding and doing the wonderful service that you do at your your universities and with your band programs. Uh, we want to continue recognizing you for the great things that you're doing. So yeah, everything that we do, we do. It's because we think it's for the betterment of that chapter and for the district. All that to say we are human. We make mistakes. And so even with that, if you have concerns, we want to hear from you. Right. We can't help or offer support if we don't know what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that chapters think they'll be in trouble. Not necessarily. And it's not, not I cool. try to even myself when I talk to chapters or just individual students, probation doesn't necessarily mean you're in trouble. It's that you're in the potential for getting into trouble. So let's Make these right. steps to prevent that from happening. Rather have that than it, whatever is happening, being unfixable. And yep. so, just be a good advocate for your chapter. So yes, that's and it, not the fun, best. That's the way it goes. Not fun at
2: all. And the best time to get. Ahead of these issues is to talk about them when they're small or when you're just mm-hmm. now finding out about them Whereas if we put it under the rug yeah. or pretend
0: like all the go down them. the hill,
2: stop it. At yeah the It just oh, gets yeah. bigger and bigger. Yeah um, and that's when, that's when Can arise and we don't want that um, Our mm-hmm. chapters that are on probation or on other Disciplinary actions like we want them to come off. We want them to be back part of the district We want them to continue serving Um mm-hmm. So yeah, we are here to be on your side and be that support you need in whatever role that might be.
0: Uh, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, just a
2: little little tidbit here. So, as much as we exist in that supporting roles and kind of the problem solver roles of like, oh, when an issue arises, you know, tell your counselors about it. We really want to hear about the successes of your chapters too. Um, so, if you have something awesome that you're doing. Don't be afraid to invite us to it and let us know about it. Um, So please invite us to your degrees, your big fundraiser nights, chapter, if you're doing like an anniversary celebration or Founders Day, football games, if you're doing service at football games, like invite us to it. We'd love to come see what is a day in the life of your chapter.
0: We Mm want to be a part of it. I don't think I get to go to enough degrees. I always want to invite myself to more degrees because that's where I'm most inspired. I don't know about you, but stuff like that, you yes. might not be able to, but at the same time, maybe we could. Please invite us to your things. We would love to see and be inspired by you guys. That's the reason yes. leadership and counselors do what they do and national leadership. Why they do what they do is for you guys. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we want to, we want to be a part of it. Yeah, for sure. Excellent. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, Ashlyn, and kind of explaining the counselor role. I hope you enjoyed it and just know that I appreciated your time. So thank you. This was awesome. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure being a part of this. Yeah. Any of the listeners would like to get a hold of you? Is there any specific way they could do so emailing or anything wise? Yeah. So my... TBS email
2: is ashlyn, A-S-H-L-Y-N, at tvsigma.org. You can also contact the Southwest District Counselors, so both myself, Kathy, and Katie, at swdcounselor at tvsigma.org. You can also find me on Facebook at Ashlyn Simmons.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Leslie. If you have any questions, concerns, feedback, or have suggestions for future episodes, please check out the For Greater Knowledge Facebook page. On that page is a Google form to submit your feedback. You may also contact me directly. You may email me at lesler at tbsigma.org. That is L-E-S-L-E-R. You are also free to find me on Facebook. I am also in charge of our national social media, so you may contact me through our national Twitter, Facebook or Instagram pages as I check each of those daily. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you learned something and remember to go forth with much love in the bond.